Welcome to House Party, a podcast where real estate, news, and pop culture collide, coming straight to you from the editors of Realtor.com. I'm Natalie Way. I'm Eric Gunther. And it's just the two of us this week. Uh-oh. I guess Uh-oh. we can maybe share a twirl on the dance floor. Oh, are you bringing that up because you, uh, because of the research that you recently uh, uncovered? Yeah, so we did a story this week about uh, discos, discos in your home. I mean, you know, a disco can be whatever you want, but I, what I looked for were homes that had a kind of a disco ball hanging above a dance floor, some sort of lighting element, and so you are- wait. So you, okay, so this is this was in your search of real estate listing. So Eric's one of Eric's many jobs is to just troll the real estate listings and find unique homes, homes, you know, we do a listicle every week. And so this week you were looking for homes with discos. Yeah. So I, you know, put the word disco in the old search bar and saw what I came up with. And there are, uh, you know, I found, I think around 20 or so homes for sale right now. Uh, that have private dance floor disco kind of areas. I mean, I, w- I didn't want to go for like ballrooms. You know, there, there are homes, there are grand homes, you know, from the turn of the century and then also from recent years where there are these huge, enormous ballrooms. This, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like a disco. I want like lights. I want a disco ball. I want a sound system, something that looks kind of... Straight out of the 70s, yeah. Or, a, or a cl- kind of a clubby atmosphere, you know. Right. So um, we ended up doing a, a list of 12 homes that I had kind of identified as, you know, having great pictures of discos. And, um, yeah, it's not exactly what you'd expect. I mean, of course, there are a couple on the list of, you know, mansions, again, that have, you know, every possible room known to man. And then they also have discos. Well, what I also found was homes kind of even in that mid-tier, like, you know, say 500000 to a million, and I think even a couple that were priced below 500000 that have mm. dance floors or discos inside the homes. And they just look like regular suburban tract homes, you know, kind of there's nothing from the outside that makes you think, oh, that home probably has a disco in it. And then inside there's a there's a disco. So where are some of these houses with discos? I mean, I felt like it was more weighted towards the East Coast, but I mean, you know, really? that's yeah. This one that I'm looking at, you know, the the top one on our list, it was in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. It's three hundred twenty four thousand dollars. <laughs> and it has this light show disco feature that's just like amazing. It looks like something out of the 70s. I'm looking at the story right now. You guys can check it out on realtor.com slash news. But it looks like most of these places have a bar area, Mm -hmm. a big dance floor, um, some sort of light element, be it a disco ball, um, you know, flashing lights that can move about one even has a stripper pole actually which is well uh, we don't have to mention that one that's fine no (laughs) i mean come on no shame in that i'm you know it's um but these are like legit places where people would boogie down yeah no i mean this is not uh and they're all on sale yeah these are all like and, and like i'm saying you know there there are of course a few million dollar ones among them but then there's there's some that are plenty affordable that, you know, you wouldn't expect to see a disco in a $500,000 home, would you? I mean, I wouldn't, but there, there, there they are. Yeah. Pretty, pretty good find. Good find, Eric. Thanks. Thanks, Natalie. I'm <laughs> trying my best. 
Um, what else did we... I mean, this week, the movie um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood came out this week. Or last week. It, it, it dropped. Yeah, it came out, it came out last Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know if you saw it. I did not. Uh, I plan on seeing it soon. You did see it? I did see it. And you liked it? I liked it okay. It was fine. <laughs> Are you a big Tarantino <laughs> fan? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen all his movies, so yeah, okay. I mean, I guess you would call me a Tarantino fan. One of the things that's touched on in the movie is the um, the the, sh- the murder of Sharon Tate and the the, the Manson murders. Um, right. If I'm, is that correct? You can correct me or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I I don't want to. I'm not going to spoil the movie for you, but uh, yes, the the Sharon Tate does play a part in the movie. Uh, the specter of the Manson family kind of hangs over the movie, but they don't go into any anything beyond the, the Sharon Tate home and, you know, where she was living with Roman Polanski. And, you know, mm-hmm. you're kind of feeling that sense of dread throughout the movie that, you know, you know where all these plots are going to intersect. They don't go into the second night of murders, which was at the Lobianco house. And uh, that house, I think we might have talked about it a couple of pods ago, about how that house went on the market. Mm-hmm. This house, it's been 50 years uh, since the Lobianco murders. The house shows no signs of any sort of, you know, it doesn't look like a murder house. It's got gorgeous views of the, the valley below. But last week, late last week, news came out that uh, somebody bought the house where the Lobianco murders occurred. And it was none other than... Ghost Adventure star Zach Baggins. So what was one of my scariest times during a lockdown? I'd have to say probably the return to Bobby Mackey's when we brought in the exorcist, Bishop James Long. We wanted to do an exorcism on the entire building. And when he started saying that stuff, the whole atmosphere just changed. It started heating up. But what I felt have an effect on my body was scary because I felt like I wasn't in control of myself. And when I heard that growl with my own ears, I knew that now I was in the presence of a demonic infestation and it was taking over my body. And that's something that can be very serious. And that's probably one of the most scariest times for me. I mean, if there's any better person to buy this house, I'd love to hear it because I think it's it makes so much sense why he would want to buy this house. He's obsessed with ghosts. Yes. He's obsessed with he actually owns, I, I don't know if you saw this story, but he owns Sharon Tate's wedding dress. Oh, well, I did he not has, see that. Because he has like a ghost, mu- like a, a memorabilia a mu- museum. In in, La- in Las Vegas, yeah. Yeah, and so he owns Sharon Tate's wedding dress that she wore when she was married to Roman Polanski. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, he owns uh, also fragments of Charles Manson's bones. Right, right. So, Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of other things uh, I'd like to quiz you on. Uh, oh, a quiz? Yeah, a quiz of sorts. Okay. Well, can we can we talk about the house? For just a, I mean, oh. well, actually, we've talked a little, we've talked about the house. We you know the, it's it's the house. It's in Los Feliz. It's two bedroom. It's got. It's only like two say, bedroom. Yeah, it's only two bedrooms. It's a <gasps> kind of a small that little house big. on a on a hill, gated. And we can assume that he bought it because he is obsessed or not obsessed but he's very in, into the manson well uh, and he he likes history he's a collector just from yeah exactly that's what i was just gonna say he's a collector it seems like he wants to be in possession of items that are deemed creepy or weird or 
you know, I don't know, not yeah. tainted, but, you know, just creepy or weird stuff. And he puts them in his, his museum there in L.A. He obviously can't put this house in this, the museum, but uh, it just goes to show that he is a collector uh, and he'll kind of buy any piece of memorabilia, even though this one costs, I think, around $2 million. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so you said you had a quiz, uh, speaking of Do creepy, uh, let's I? talk about Zach Baggins. Yeah. So at his haunted museum in Las Vegas, he, uh, has uh, a few things on display. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't even know how to get into this. <laughs> it's a chair. Just go for it. Non sequitur. <laughs> it's a chair. Okay. So he owns this chair in, in this museum and it was in a room where a famous celebrity died and <gasps> a, a drug was administered to this famous celebrity. Can you guess the celebrity? Uh, can you tell me what year the celebrity died? Oh, it was around 2009, 2008, 2009. Oh, wow. Um, a drug was administered to like try to bring them back? Mm, no, to help them go to sleep. Oh, um... Michael Jackson. Yes. He owns the so-called propofol chair. No. Which was was in the room Michael Jackson died in. Oh, my gosh. Where where his fatal dose of propofol was uh, administered. And so Zach Baggins owns that, and it's in the museum. Another thing that he owns is a van. Uh, I don't know if this guy's name is going to trip off your tongue, but... This this guy went around the country and was offering to help people, you know, um, in their lives. Uh, he was, you know, helping people with the human kind of euthanasia. Uh, what do you oh, Dr. Kevorkian. Yeah, he owns the Kevorkian death fan. Oh, my gosh. He is a collector of weird things. Yeah, so. Um, <laughs> wow. That, that was a mini quiz. Oh, that was a two-question two quiz. Yeah, we don't have to go that much deep into the, the, these quizzes. Uh, it, this purchase of the house where the Lobiancos were murdered kind of just falls in line with his fascination with buying stuff that's, uh, you know, considered creepy, haunted, tainted, mysterious. Have yeah, I wonder like... if he's trying to, like, monetize off of this and yeah, I don't make know. it a whole, like, Manson Museum or something. Mm, yeah, it's a kind of in a residential neighborhood. I don't know that the, the neighborhood would really go for that. Right. So as you know, we cover celebrity homes all the time. Sports celebrities, Hollywood celebrities. Lots of sports celebrities. Yeah, lots of sports celebrities. And, you know, some of them may not be household names to you or me, but uh, Phil Kessel, that, that probably doesn't ring a bell for you at all. It doesn't ring a bell for me it- yeah, no. But it probably no. would for my husband because he likes hockey. I know he's a hockey player. Yeah. Yeah, he's a hockey player. So uh, like a week or so ago, I noted that his house had come on the market. And we kind of just did a straightforward story. I, You know, when I looked at the listing photos, I thought, you know, ha-ha. They're, kind of, they're, they're a little weird, a little strange. <laughs> you thought, ha-ha. <laughs> yeah, I thought, ha-ha. I was like, you know, whatever. It's a little strange. But we didn't make too much of a big whoop about, you know, the interior of the home. We just, mm-hmm. it was kind of a straightforward story that we did about, you know, Kessel uh, was traded to the Phoenix Coyotes in the offseason, and he's selling his Pittsburgh area house. And it's like a $2.5 million mansion. And so we ran our story. I think it got picked up by a local Pittsburgh outlet, and then it got picked up by Deadspin, their article and uh, 
Deadspin blew it out, and they said, you know, they they really went for it on the listing photos that associ- were associated with Phil Kessel's mansion, and they did a story, and their story was titled "The Loneliest Home Theater in the World." It's because in these listing photos there is this basement area of Phil Kessel's house where there is this giant, enormous home theater, and there's just one sad, solitary recliner sitting in front of this enormous screen. Yeah, if you find if so, you can see the story on our website. Um, and if you look at the listing, it's listing photo number twenty-two. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a very sad tan recliner with a blanket <laughs> over it, just sitting right in front of this projection screen. So once Deadspin picked up this story and they linked back to the uh, Realtor.com listing for this home saying, you know, check out the pictures on realtor.com, blah, blah, blah. Um, Once they did that, clicks on the listing for Phil Kessel's house just shot through the roof, hundreds of thousands (laughs) of clicks. It became our most popular home of the week. Of the week, like this was the the number one house that people clicked on. Yeah, most clicked on home of the week. We spoke with the listing agent today and you know he said he was sweating it at first when like deadspin was making fun of the house a little Mm -hmm. bit like he thought like kessel would be like hey man what's going on but you know they just rolled with it and they they took it in good fun and actually what he told us was that kessel pretty much lived in the bedroom the living room and the office and none of the other rooms in the house have been touched (laughs) and so they they he he and his wife, when they went to go take the photos, they added this chair right in front of the uh, the screen just to kind of give a sense of how big this space was. You know, it makes it look really sad, but they kind of wanted to just give you like a spatial sense of how big this room was. Yeah, I, if if I were their photographer, I don't know if I would have like been down with that. I mean, it just looks so silly. Right, I know. Well, yeah, he was worried that it, it made it look as though Kessel had no friends. <laughs> So the house is actually listed for 2.1. I might have said 2.5 before. It's 2.1 million. It's uh, it's in the Pittsburgh area. It's about 15 minutes outside of downtown Pittsburgh. And it's a nice enough house, but uh, it's a five-bedroom, seven-and-a-half-bath house. I think it's around 8,000 or something square feet. Yeah. And, and what he told us, again, is that Kessel only lived basically in three rooms of this house. So you're basically – the house was built in 2014 – you're basically getting a brand new house outside of those three rooms. You're getting a brand new uh, projection of yeah, home theater. Never been used. The, <laughs> never the agent, been used. The agent claimed it had never been used. So one of the little features that this is not like, I mean, this is kind of a plug for our site, but one of the features we have on Realtor.com is you can do um, like VR tours. Right. And so I'm taking a VR tour of Phil Kessel's house. I'm currently in the media room projection uh-huh, yep. studio. And what are the four posters that you see? Well, it's I, I, glitter. Glitter. Wedding crashers, at, I think. Yeah. Were it. Glitter. Rounders. Rounders, right. Okay. Uh, the Matt Damon, <laughs> Edward I, Norton Yeah, film. people like that. People like that one. I, I didn't really care for that Wedding one. Wedding crashers. And then The Godfather. Is the, the Godfather, of course. Yeah, a classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a classic. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, this, um, this chair is... I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting in the chair, essentially. <laughs> yeah, staring at this enormous white screen that's never right. been used. Right, there's like a so. nice little blanket. Um, the rest of the house is beautiful. Oh, there's a yeah. person. Oh, my God, there's a person. There's a person on the VR tour. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. there's... Oh, it's his... You know what it is? It's a mannequin. A mannequin, right. And it's his... Uh, the mannequin is wearing his Team USA... Right, um, uniform from the right 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 and then there's there's a painting of kessel 
yes. behind, behind them. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. It was a very viral house. A lot of people, yeah. it's, it's gotten a lot of, a uh, lot of tweets about it. Uh, <laughs> a lot of, a <laughs> lot of pickup this week. So, uh, tons of clicks to Phil Kessel's house. It ended up being our most popular home of the week. Interesting. Okay, yeah. cool. I will roll with that. <laughs> will you? Okay. okay. That's pretty cool. Um, one of another popular house uh, that we saw on the site this week was um, a yacht house. Yes, a house on a yacht. Yes. So it's not a, it's not a um, houseboat. Well, it, it's a yacht house. It's a yacht house, exactly. Yeah, I I don't know. Uh, yeah, have you ever been on a houseboat? I have. Uh, what's, what's it like? Tell me more. I, you well, have a houseboat story you want to share. So when I was in college, uh, there was this event every Memorial Day weekend um, called Houseboats. And mm-hmm. people at my school, um, at kind of other surrounding schools, um, you know, all the way up to Oregon, people from Stanford, um, they would all rent houseboats. We'd all rent houseboats and go up to Lake Shasta. Uh, okay. And it was just, you know, a long weekend of um, sun and beer and, you know, just general college antics. Um, mm-hmm. But we'd all, you know, we'd, we'd pack 10 people onto a houseboat and we'd sleep on the houseboat for three nights. Did you find it enjoyable? Was it something like, oh, I could live on the water my entire life kind of thing? Absolutely not. <laughs> well, I mean, but you are sharing it with nine other women or nine other people, so that's right. Probably... I mean, it was yeah, it was like a weekend thing with your friends, and then um, you know, it, it was a fun thing to do in the moment. I only went, I think, twice out of the four years. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my senior year, I was just like, nah, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was over it. it it's well, like I mean, it's, it's it, like it, camping it, essentially. Well, and it sounds very collegey. What you it's did, it's very you know, collegey. It's yeah, your it's, experience with houseboats. So you, you might be a little tainted in terms of yeah. I, biased, I, I, I mean, say. I know that there are like houseboats that people live on that are actually very nice places, and and they're they're docked and right. they have like all say, the capabilities. Like say the movie Sleepless in Seattle. Would you live in that kind of a houseboat? Um. I don't think I would permanently know. Really? Okay. Yeah, no. Would you? No, I don't think so either. But I, I you know, I think there is a I, – I, I like the uniqueness of it. I don't I know do that too. I – I do too. I think maybe for like a an ex, like a like an extended stay type of thing, like a vacation maybe. Right. All that is to say that you could try and just go all out and do this luxury yacht house type yeah. thing. And that's a you, that's a thing. <laughs> that's a thing. Yeah, you could buy a yacht house. It's anywhere between five and a half and ten million dollars, and it's a floating house basically. And it looks it's it, a our, it's a rectangle. Yeah, in our article, we we described it as it's as if you sliced the top two floors off of a luxury condo. Yeah. And just plopped it in the water. That's a very good way to describe it. It's 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 essentially yeah. There's no real curves there's no, no it doesn't look like a boat it just looks yeah like at the top of a building that's been plopped on the water what you get with it is a it's a four bedroom yacht and what it says the, the what the part of the selling point of this 
is that it, it, it's, it's classified as a recreational vessel. So there's no HOA, there's no property tax, you're not mm. bound by any city laws. So I think there's kind of a little bit of this uh, free spirit vibe to it. Like if you were really rich and you didn't want to be beholden to anybody, you right. can just get on this yacht and say, I'm not paying any fees, I'm not paying any taxes. I'm living my life footloose and fancy free on the water. And I mean, so, that's pretty cool. I mean, this. I mean, the inside of these, of this, of this, these yachts, yeah, house yachts, yeah, yacht houses, yacht houses <laughs> are. House. I mean, this kitchen is beautiful. Yeah, it's, I know. It, it's it, so but, sleek. It's like um, marble, big, huge marble island. And the other bonus thing is that it comes with around two thousand or so square feet of outdoor space. Like that's there's decking, crazy. pavilions. And it's supposed to be self-sustaining as well. It's got solar panels on the roof, and oh, you, coll- cool. you collect rainwater, and that feeds into your system. It, it purifies the water. I could see companies renting these. I mean, I don't know who's going to buy them, but I can see companies renting these and putting out huge, you know, Miami area parties. Like, sure. It's a, to me, it's like kind of a perfect party pad because you're out yeah. in the water, but you don't feel like you feel like you're in a house rather than a boat. Mm-hmm. This would, yeah, that that would be a really sick party. Yeah. Um, could you see someone like Diddy buying one of these? I could a, a, a J Lo type, a Diddy, um, a Ka- DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled for sure. Thank you. Yes. Walk with me through the pathway of more success. Big up Mother Nature for watering my plants with the rain. Lion, make sure you respect your mother. Bless up. It it is a. It's kind of like. A, a baller, a big baller kind of thing. I, I could see a rapper, an athlete, uh, right. you know, entre- entrepreneur, somebody like that saying, you know, ch- come check me out on my arc up, on my arc floating, up. my yacht house. This was, this one was pretty cool. If you, I yeah. mean, I, these, these photos are worth checking out just yes. purely for real estate, uh, you know, property porn and just to see. Yes. Just uh, to I mean, see what. Gorg- gorgeous photos of a, a, a home that like no other that you've seen. It's, it's A home that like no other that you will never own. Yeah. Maybe you will. I don't know. Maybe you will. Invite us over if you do. All right, let's move on to winners and losers. How does oh. that sound? Winners and Losers is our segment that we uh, feature every week, and we cover celebrities and the real estate that they bought, sold, rented, and for our winner is always someone who made a good deal. Our loser is someone who may have lost some cash, made a bad deal. Just, you know, winners and losers. Fairly self-explanatory, but we feel like we need to explain it sometimes. So we're going to start with our loser. loser. Mm-hmm. As we always do, so we can end on a high note. Our yes. loser this week is uh, our losers this week are the Duggar family. The Duggar family, yes, they are. Um, sad. Although I just got um, a people notification that <laughs> one of the children is going to have a, a baby. Well, right? That, is that, that's not. Is that breaking news? I mean, they have nineteen kids. I would think John that... David Duggar. <laughs> So which one is he? <laughs> You're asking me as if I know the Duggars. Oh, you do. You're, you are the Duggar expert. Come on. No, I'm only a Zach Baggins expert. No, 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 no. You are on major Duggar watch. Um, I was on Duggar watch, but the Duggar watch has kind of 
<laughs> it's on hiatus for a little bit, but so well he whatever he's 29 so he's one of the older duggers but beside the point the dugger family specifically michelle who's the matriarch and jim bob who's the patriarch uh are are losers this week and eric yeah. will you please tell us why yeah so as uh, avid listeners and real estate watchers <laughs> know the duggers listed a home in arkansas it's this mansion that they fixed up and they listed it back in early May for $1.8 million. Uh, it, it was a home that I guess had been featured on the show or featured on social media. The kids had all worked on it with them, fixed the place up. They put it on the market for 1.8 million early May. No bites. This early is not Ju- shock. This is not shocking. Well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's in because... Northwest Arkansas. I don't know who's going to pay $1.8 million for a – I mean, it's a nice house. It's, it's a nice fine. house. It's a big house. It looks it's a like big a house. retreat center. It, I mean, just comparing it to the other houses in the area, it's like way, oh, way, yeah. way, way higher. Oh I mean, $1.8 million in early May. Then in early June, they cut the price down to one point six five. Still no bites. Early July came. They cut it down to one point four five. Nothing. <laughs> This week, now they've cut it down to 1.25. So they've already lost, what is that? I'm horrible at math, but I'll say over 500,000, over half a million off of their original price. It's 500 and, what is that? $550,000 off the original price in just a, it, just the period of a, about three months. Yeah. I mean, usually, usually we don't see homes cut. I mean, we do see homes, of course, get price cuts that are pretty drastic, but it takes, uh, you know, so usually over a longer period of time. This has kind of been condensed, and um, this house also ends up in our most popular homes just about every week as well because people are interested in clicking on this home and learning more about the Duggars. Mm-hmm. I, I see this home get a, a lot of clicks every, each and every week, and uh, this week— But it's it, just looky-loos. It's no one it's, who actually wants to buy no, it probably. Yeah, I mean, really, you're, you're up there in northwest Arkansas. What do you, what? Didn't I mean, we say I, there's like the Walmart— yeah, I guess. I mean, I think there, there's there's a possibility of a Walmart executive or, you know, somebody that gets transferred down there to work with Walmart. I could see it happening. I mean, hopefully the Duggars will find a buyer at some point. Hopefully but, they uh, find someone. I have faith. <laughs> do you? <laughs> I do. Oh, yeah. So they Why not? Tickets. So they're our, they're our loser of the week because they've already had to cut five hundred over 500000 off the price of this home in Arkansas over the period of three months just to encourage a buyer to step up. Step up, people. Um, okay. Moving on to our winner. Winner of the week. She's an icon. Yeah. She winner. is deceased. Yes. Um, the, the late, we'll the late, her. the great Aretha Franklin. Yeah, the late, the great Aretha Franklin. Yeah, this is another one where it, it, it's kind of outside of the norm of what we're used to seeing. We usually see homes go on the market for a price, and then over time, if the house doesn't sell, the the price decreases. In this case, the house went on the market shortly after Franklin passed away. I think it was September or August of last year. Um, the, her house in Bloomfield Township, Michigan, went on the market last year, uh, October last year, for eight hundred thousand dollars. It didn't look that great. It no, it of, was uh, pretty run down. Uh, kind of dated and not not so great, and which doesn't really befit the Queen of Soul. It was kind of uh, it's not not run down. Run down is not the word, but it just it just it, need it was in need of an overhaul. Yes, it was in need of it, an overhaul. And it got one. 
it got one and now it's back on the market for more than it was in October. So it's back on the market, but it's renovated and it's 1.2 right. million. It's staged. So they probably, so how much do you think they put into the renovation? Probably. Oh, well, I, I wouldn't want to hazard a guess, but I, oh geez, I'd say. I want you to hazard a guess. Oh, you love hazarding guesses. You love speculation. <laughs> sure. I would say maybe they probably put a 200,000 into it. Okay. I mean, so they're trying new, to they're trying to make flooring. a little flooring. I mean, they cleaned up the place. I'm sure new coats of paint everywhere. Oh, for sure. Um, they've staged it, and with the staging, uh, one of her famous red piano is in the foyer, and there's a huge uh, picture of Aretha in in the in her portrait right there as you walk through the front door. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, they they kept some elements uh, from the original, but they they really gave this place a fresh overhaul. And it's uh, now $1.2 million. Whoever decided to freshen this place up and ask for a little more, that, that person's a winner. I don't know who it was. If it was somebody, uh, you know, an agent or somebody on the, uh, you know, the estate yeah. uh, you know, working with her estate. But uh, whoever made that decision made the right decision. A nameless Grand. winner. <laughs> a, a nameless, faceless winner, but a winner nonetheless. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, that is it for House Party this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you would like to check out any of the stories that we discussed today, you can go to realtor.com slash news. You can also go to Google and type in the topic plus realtor.com and it should pop up. Um, subscribe if you want more episodes delivered straight to your phone. Uh, you can also tell your friends about us and write a review. The more reviews and the more ratings that we have, uh, the easier it is for people to find us. We are also on social media. If you want to follow us, you can check us out on Twitter. We are at House Party Pod. If you want to connect with us on Facebook, we have a Facebook group that is also at House Party Pod. We'll be posting um, some of our favorite stories from the week. We'll be posting new episodes. We will be having lively discussions with all of you real estate heads. So uh, please join us there. You can get in touch with us via email, just podcast at realtor.com podcast at realtor.com and uh i think you covered it i think that's everything yeah that's all the plugging and shilling and everything um all right well thank you for tuning in this week and we will see you next week bye bye bye